Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. And we continue along down the conference finals. We see a return to dominance uh, and a familiar position for Golden State and a dogfight in the Eastern Conference. It's some kind of fight because it continues. dogfight is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are joined with a fantastic podcaster and one of the best follows on Twitter, Mr. Dragonfly Jones. I'm Miles Gray. I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and, and Jack, Jack got, got Mad Boosties. Flawless execution. Nailed it. Welcome, welcome, y'all, to another edition. What is this, episode nine? Look at us. I think I think that's right. We're, wow. We really did it. Um, yeah. We had Robert Ori on last week. Yeah. Nobody can tell me anything. I am peak confident. Oh, yeah. I went to LA Fitness and shot seven straight air balls <laughs> just off the strength of being insufferable Robert around the house right now. Um, <laughs> but it's it's all good. It's important yeah. for me. But welcome to the show, yes. Mr. Dragonfly Jones. Uh, yes. Thrilled to have you. One of my favorite followers on Twitter. Yes, yes. I appreciate y'all having me. Um, that podcast intro was amazing. Like That was like some DX Billy Bad Gun type. Thank synergy you. y'all had going there. Thank I'm, I'm you. taking notes here. Man. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we I am impressed. We're hit. Yeah, we're hit with the DX to Generation <laughs> X everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So far, I mean, that's like one thing we see consistently in the reviews. Thank you to everybody who leaves a review. They say the opening is just the, the amount of coordination. We have not seen yeah. such a thing since the synchronized yeah. swing. You guys team. found your pocket with that one. Yeah, they say exactly. they say they have a hard time getting to the content because they just find themselves replaying the opening over just and over all. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, just mesmerized. I understand. Yeah, like we're doing like, yeah, we're like a UK grime DJ. We're like, wheel spin! <laughs> right. 
play. Yeah, it's just yeah. right back to the top. Like, Miles and Jack got mad boozies. The guest is asleep by the time we get to them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Dragonfly, how are you? Yeah. How are you enjoying it? These conference finals. These playoffs of ours. We are partially responsible for them because uh, Miles and I are a partner with NBA. So uh, we take ownership. Um, so how, yeah. how do you like our product? How do you like it? How are you enjoying um, what we got out there? Is, 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 is there going to be like a, a settlement check in the mail for me sitting through these conference problems? <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. I think the finals are going to be really good. You know what I mean? But, but these conference finals, they just, they just haven't been good, bro. Okay, okay. The Warriors oh, are uh, dominating. And, you know, I still like watching. They're like one of the teams that I like to watch dominate just because of how pretty and, uh, you know, just like next level. It's not like they're just like banging it in and like laying it in They're You know, mm-hmm. they play beautiful. Uh, yeah. The beautiful game uh, is what I call <laughs> yes. basketball. I don't think there's another sport that calls itself that. No, uh, so don't another sport that's called um, the beautiful game that isn't basketball. No. Every time boston dominates uh this was true in the milwaukee series but milwaukee went seven this series is tied 2-2 but after every celtics win i'm like well that's a wrap like the you know after game four i was like so celtics and six right like this is that's it and that was true every time they beat milwaukee too they just like their wins look very convincing to me for some reason yeah, yeah, I, I I totally agree. It feels like I don't. It, it feels like the the Celtics are in that weird spot where it's this is a championship caliber team, mm-hmm. but they haven't taken those postseason lumps yet. Where it's like, okay, they know what to do in this spot. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, for for all the all the times where where the the, the Celtics go go missing and a, the game slips away from them, it's like you know Jalen and Jason are kind of you know letting the game you know get away from them, and it's like okay, they're not ready to take that step just yet. You yeah. know what I mean? Because the execution isn't there. They're not executing like a veteran playoff team which is to be expected you know they're pretty young to this i'm not at all saying like they're behind schedule or anything like these are the lumps that teams take on their road to being a championship team but to your credit like you said when they're on they look like world beaters they look like the best team in the league yeah they really do and Mm -hmm. i posed a theory embarrassingly in front of robert ori that like every team with a star has a gravitational uh equilibrium and like the celtics to this point with jason tatum it's been the Eastern Conference Finals and uh, Miami with Jimmy Butler. It's been the finals. So, like, this is a test of that theory. But, you know, the Bulls with Michael Jordan, their gravitational equilibrium was the Eastern Conference Finals for a long time. And then I, th- I think they got a couple where they went to the finals and did pretty good. Uh, <laughs> From what I understand. After yeah, that. So, my theory might be stupid. And to your point, the Celtics and Jason Tatum are very young. So this might just be the series where we watch them kind of take it to the next level. Yeah. And I, I, I also want to give it out to a uh, fellow geriatric millennial, Al Horford, uh, who <laughs> continues Ooh. to just give me these little mo Man, that one block he had, his fourth block, when he just looked into the stands like this, like he's like, where'd that go? Where'd that go? <laughs> I was just like, it was it was really, I don't know, if I, I, I felt like he, th- there was something about watching him in this postseason that he's just been in like, showing these signs of life that make me just believe in uh you know being an older person in this league when so much <laughs> of it has been dominated by the younger players but yeah th- like even with him there too like there is some i, I don't know for, for when you talk about the lumps that a team has to take 
it does sort of feel like they are in that process absolutely of beginning to evolve into that next you know that next stage yeah i'm I'm still not over how last series was the al horford <laughs> like who saw the bucks and the celtics right we saw tatum and Giannis. We're like okay this is you know one of the first battles of many for probably you know the you know the best player in the league perhaps in a few years right and right. we saw that and we saw those two you know all world guys going up against each other and then al hawford comes and steals the show mm-hmm. like i remember that that one uh was it was a game three i think when he went crazy the first game yeah mm-hmm. and i was like and i was like bro boston boston messed up you you cannot you know not cash in on an al hawford performance like that because he won't do that again this postseason. He did it again the next game. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what? I was like, where, what is, where did this dude come from? But yeah, you know, like, like you said, it was, it was just, you know, an, an elder millennial moment where that guy just kind of took center stage that series. Yeah. I will tell you where he came from. Uh, that is Philadelphia, where he played for the 76ers, which is a team <laughs> that I follow. And everybody was like, what are they doing spending for him? He's past his prime. And that's how it looked for a season. Uh, not necessarily past his prime, but like wasn't wasn't doing this. And then uh, went right back to Boston and uh, teamed up with Tatum, right. who the-, <laughs> uh, the Celtics also tricked the Sixers out of. It's very it's a very <laughs> lopsided uh, good friendship. Good feelings I like think of it as a friendship, a hard uh, times, partnership, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hard time. Development deal. The Sixers fans, but I, I bro, the best player in the world dunked on that man and that dude said okay yeah and he didn't lie (laughs) he didn't lie that that 35 year old man did not lie he won a championship in 2006 with yo kim noah in college and he is out here giving the best player in the world problem yeah 15 16 years later i I hadn't even put it together noah and him were teammates those were those were the days so dragonfly jones the thing that we do up top is like just pick one thing that was like the dopest thing we've ever seen on a basketball court uh in this case the dopest thing we've ever seen on a basketball court in the playoffs um i think miles and i might have the same one which is the wiggins dunk um (laughs) no did you see that did you hear about that play in the basketball game (laughs) i heard about it yes okay Um, yes first i'm Wow. I guess we can talk a little bit about that series. Uh, you know, as of this recording, we have not seen what happens in game four, but math would suggest that perhaps, you know, no matter what happens in game four, that this is a uh, golden States to lose. But that dunk though, I'm trying to figure out if Luca knew halfway of like when he went up with Wiggins that he knew actually, I, I actually do not, I actually, I actually don't want to take part in this because uh, it felt like, you know, one of the more iconic images of that freeze frame is just Wiggins is up here. And then Luca is already sort of like trying to get out of the way. Uh, and I'm always mm-hmm. like, part of me feels that, you know, I think he knew that the, the poster presses were getting fired up uh, at that moment. And he decided, well, maybe let's <laughs> try something different. Yeah, he wasn't flopping. He was just reacting to what was about to happen to his uh, legacy. With a little contact. That's why he said he kind of like flinched. Yeah, but, but he was feeling the, the pain day. down through uh, generations to follow. Brunson defends, snaps it outside to Wiggins. Goes by Bullock. Oh! Drops the sledgehammer! Successful challenge by Steve Kerr and the Warriors. It's not an offensive foul on Andrew Wiggins, nor is it a defensive foul 
on Luka Doncic, but it is a good bucket and poster by Andrew Wiggins. Challenge successful, and Wiggins has his third career playoff double-double. I, I know Luka has a very promising career ahead of him. I do think he should retire from competitive basketball um, after that dunk. Uh, but it was an incredible play. I did not think we were going to get two all-time great playoff dunks in the same playoffs this year. But this and Ja, as we'll talk about a little bit later. Do you, do you have another play? Maybe maybe a dark horse play of like one of, one of the dopest things you've seen uh, a, a human person do uh, on basketball court in these playoffs? Oh, Drew, Drew had the defensive play of the year when he locked that game up with the the block he snatched out of the air, yeah, and then mm. threw it off Marcus Smart's chest. Like usually, <laughs> usually when guys try to save the ball, they don't off your shins or your knees. He hit that man in his chest. Yeah. He wanted him to feel that in his soul. Right in Boston, you know, he wanted him to feel that in his soul. Like, bro, I just took this game from you, literally took it from you midair, and I'm bouncing this ball off your chest. We're gonna right. get it back. We're gonna right. get the ball back, and then I'm gonna steal the ball from you again to for sure lock this up. Yeah, that 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 was, that was the so play of, of the season for me for sure. Yeah. Oh wait, Those, let me. Should we should we play that? Let's play that one. Let me, sequence. Let me, let me yeah, I don't that. even know if we've talked about that, but that was one of the great because I think by the time we had recorded again, that series was over. Series so uh, it's eleven piece. seconds left. They inbound. Ripped by Drew Holiday on the baseline. Play there, coming off to help. Connaughton's beat. Drew take that. He just take, comes off the top and takes it off of him and throws it off. His I mean, you can tell as he's like sort of rotating on the baseline, part of him's like, can I get it to somebody? And then it's just you're, like your reflexes from being a kid, which is like, now I throw it as hard as I can at the person in front of me. So it goes out of bounds. <laughs> his chest, dude. Yeah, like, like, that was, <laughs> like, you know, it can't be catchable. Drew Hallett, Drew Holiday is such a unique player because that dude will go like eight for 26, and then you leave that game thinking, they don't win this game without Drew. You know what I mean? Oh, he's, yeah. he's one of those guys. Right. You know what I mean? He's just a unique player. I, I mean, he's like, I won't argue with anyone who says he's perhaps the best guard defender in the league, like even better than Marcus Smart. I mean, he's that good. man. Yeah. And I think the fact that he was doing that to the person who won Defensive Player of the Year and for the first time in a long time, a perimeter player winning it, uh, probably not a coincidence. I don't know if the NBA will let us keep that in. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> we shall see. Hey, the defensive player of the year was the victim of the defensive play of the year. Yeah. That's how life is sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like Soldier Boy said, in this life, you either crank that Soldier Boy, that Soldier Boy cranks you. you. And that Soldier Boy got cranked on Marcus Smart just then. So, yeah, that was a hell of a play. You. Um, <laughs> what's that soundboard? Yeah, you know, I'm bringing We're my soundboard from soundboard. my other show. <laughs> That's typically when a podcast introduces the fact that they had a soundboard on standby is episode nine. Yeah, um, when you go, there it is. There it is. <laughs> and I always got Soldier Boy on deck. It's just there it's, we go. It's a classic. Jimmy Butler has been pretty incredible. You know, we talked to Robert Ori about you know his ability to elevate. In certain big moments, Jimmy Butler kind of, kind of does that just across the playoffs. Seems like a real thing. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like he has an extra gear. Derek White back in as Butler with another steal drives inside, stops, turns, layup, got it. 
This is a Miami Heat avalanche here in the third quarter. And to me, the, the pick and roll is switching P.J. Tucker on Bam with another strip. And Butler down the end, throws it down. Yeah, he's 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 someone who elevates his game every postseason. Right. Like, I, I feel like for the last three seasons, I've been thinking, man, Butler might be washed. And then he just goes nuclear in the postseason. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because... I mean, because you you look at what he does and what the Miami Heat do, and like regardless of how much the game has evolved, regardless of how much it's you know threes or layups, you need to execute. And come playoff time, you need to execute in the half court. You need to be money from the mid range, and you need to lock up on defense. And Butler that's and him. Heat do all of those things, and that's why they ha- always have these long postseason runs. Like like I said, regardless of how much the game evolves, you need to do that nineteen forty three stuff too. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? To get that Larry <laughs> O'Brien, for sure. And, right. and Jimmy Butler and the Heat are a prime example of that. Yeah. In, in that series, right, like, I know, watch, this has been a, a wild Eastern Conference Finals where I'm like, mm-hmm. like, my neck hurts trying to figure out, like, I'm like, who's got the edge here? I don't, I'm trying to, I mean, I think now that I watch it, you know, more and more, I'm like, I'm, I'm starting to lean towards the way of the Celtics just because of, you know, who, who the Heat might may or may not have access to. But, I feel like a lot of people love them. They're your favorite franchise. Because as a Los Angeles Lakers fan, we (laughs) all know that uh, I am (laughs) legally obligated to speak kindly about the Celtics. But like, no, I mean, as I watch it, I'm just kind of looking at the injuries and I'm thinking, okay, at at the end of the day, I know if the Warriors are in the final, they're looking at both. They're like, oh, so two wrecked up, banged up cars have come to meet me in the finals. But I'm just curious of who, like, who do you think has the edge despite like all these variables with the injuries and what seems like very streaky shooting for the Heat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, there's no science to it, so I guess I got to go with the, you know, Jimmy Butler is kind of is the best oldest guy in the series, and, you know, Spo is the best coach in the series, so I guess I'm, I'm latching my wagon at that, but I guess I will see, you know, the Heat probably getting this in seven. That's probably where I'm at. Wow. I, w- I would love that to be true. Um, <laughs> unbiased. Not, nothing personal. Completely unbiased. I would love for that to be true. Um, and then for, mostly for Dragonfly, because we would love that for you, Dragonfly. For I would just love that for true. you and for, for you. you to be happy. Because <laughs> I want happiness yeah. for you. How do Sixers fans feel about Jimmy getting away? Oh, horrible. Horrible about everything. Mm-hmm. I feel bad about that. I feel bad about uh, the fact that <laughs> we traded up to get away from picking Jason Tatum. Um, <laughs> I feel I, the whole thing feels, in a word, bad. Feels bad. Um, the Just the. Kind of partner, and then you know they have taken the the soul out of Sixers fans in the playoffs, like that that series when Sixers fans were like Embiid, Simmons, here they come, and uh, rookie Jason Tatum was just it, uh, it was it was an ugly it was ugly it was a pain, painful not, memory. Yeah, not very considerate of your feelings. I, I would yeah. say, Jack. Yeah, Jimmy Butler. I've always told myself he just didn't want to play for the Sixers and so that's he wa- he wanted to be in Miami he knew that's where uh where he belonged and I don't know he he was he was he was you know we saw that whole Tobias Harris over me tirade I don't know if you can lean on that anymore buddy I I feel like great <laughs> players tell themselves what they need to tell themselves to <laughs> be right to be furious uh at all times but yeah I mean I can't I, in no way do I feel good about any aspect of, <laughs> of the, the loss of Jimmy Butler. I got a question. Um, um, yes. You, you saw how, like, Luca, right, activated having those Suns players laughing in his face. And 
do you think i mean look he's been he's been performing great but do you think he he needs a moment to kind of get in his like inner you know uh aggressive player like you know he he plays well when he had like when he feels slighted and i feel like in this series aside from maybe that dunk i'm not like like i, I like i've seen speculation on the internet like i was looking at some of the fans talking uh like warriors fans like you think kerr told them to not fire up luca too much because they don't want to face the wrath and i'm like well i don't know if they're you know going out with an intention to be like don't upset him but they've been you know pretty classy with him and i'm curious like in the back of their minds they might be like yeah he 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 can find a way and maybe we'll just you know if you uh, listen to every out. single timeout halftime speech from kerr is all about the warriors being nice to luca that's the whole, that's his whole, <laughs> been his whole strategy. All right, bring it Just, in, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be kind to him. Nicer. Nicer! Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, what are you doing, use man? The, Hug him. Use the formal you in Slovakian when you talk to him. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> wait, uh, but, but yeah, I, I mean, Luke, if you saw the clip where, you know, after that pummeling to send Phoenix home when, when they locked that um, game up, and someone asked him, did you know that you had more points than Phoenix at, at the half? You saw that devilish twinkle. In <laughs> yeah, right. Of course I yeah. did. Are you crazy? Yeah. Like, he lives. I think he lives for smack talk. I th- Didn't the, um, the game in the bubble where him and, and Montrez got into that dust up, did he not hit the game winner that same very game, I yeah. feel like? I think, yeah. he, I yeah. think he thrives so, on so that. So, yeah, he's someone, who, he's someone who thrives on it, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, maybe, the, maybe those, those uh, little those discussions with Kerr, they're helping. Like, you know, just be, compliment him. Compliment his shoes. <laughs> say, say you met one of his family members, wonderful people. Yeah. yeah. Which, is, which is why I hate that offensive foul call, even, even though he got dunked on, because I feel like you take a moment from Wiggins there and you took a moment from Luca there too. Because right. like, in the future, we know that there's going to come a moment where Luca is, you know, trajecting upwards and, he's, and the words are going to be tra- trajecting downwards. They're probably going to meet in the postseason, and Luca's probably going to get him out of there. Right? right. And that would have been a great little redemption art for your documentaries or whatever. When you show when you show how show how Wiggins yammed on him, then two, three years later, he's sending the Warriors home. Right. Like you don't get Rocky without him getting beat up by Apollo. That's you know true. what I mean? Right. And I feel like they took that Apollo, you know, butt whooping from him in that moment. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It takes so. some of the edge off that it had to be overturned. Yeah. And that it was a yeah. I hate that. I hate yeah. that so much. Yeah. yeah. When uh-huh. I felt like every part of me was like, I in what dimension? Okay, that's fine. But mm-hmm. to post, I think like everybody on Twitter was saying, we're like, that's an NFT either way. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk all time great playoff dunks uh, and other things with Dragonfly Jones. Did you ever play the over under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick Six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. 
Pig six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pig six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pig6.draftkings.com slash promos. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. And we're back. Uh, Hi. And, yeah. Hey, we're back. Hey, good to see you. <laughs> Thanks hey, for sticking Miles. around. It's me, Jack, from yes, before. yes. Uh, you know, we're talking about our favorite dunks so far. I think that again, we talk about this whenever there's an iconic dunk. It's it's one of the most basic forms of communication, which is I am better than you in this moment, and we love that energetic exchange when we see these dunks. Uh, Dragonfly, we were asking you. We we're like, so what? You know, since we're in the moment of iconic playoff dunks uh maybe maybe you have a couple that you'd like to share with the class sure sure i've i've got a little a little top three a little podium here in no particular order okay um i've got baron davis over um carolinko okay 07 let's go in that okay so break that down for us you know the warriors were playing on house money at that point second round they had just bounced you know the um the dallas mavs who had you know come off a finals run in 2006 they were perhaps the best team in the league for a few years. And the Warriors just took it to the woodshed. Shouts to Don Nelson and his small ball approach. Like, we do not give Don Nelson enough props. Let me just take an aside here. Who was just saying that? Yeah. A player was just talking about Don Nelson being, like, one of his favorite coaches. Was that that Robert? Oh, it was our guest last week, Robert Ory. Was it Ory? Yeah. Good, good. We need to keep the Don Nelson love train going because (laughs) that man's fingerprints are all over today's NBA. Like, you look at what he did in Milwaukee in the 70s where he – he created the first point four with Marcus Johnson, right? You look at what he did in in Dallas, you know, with with with, with revolutionizing the stretch four with Dirk. You look at what he did after he left Dallas and went to you know the Warriors and revolutionized small ball and beat Dirk up, you know, with that. He the his fingerprints are all over today's NBA in regards to positionless basketball. Get the ball in your best player's hands, stretch the floor, 
it doesn't matter how tall you are. Can you shoot? Okay, you're going to shoot. Like, right. that's Don Nelson's whole blueprint there. But, yeah. Um, My good friend yeah, Robert Ory was yeah. saying that he wished that was the coach <laughs> that he wished he could have played for. Right. All the coaches that he didn't play for. Yeah. That was the one because, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, stretch, big big men who yeah, stretch yeah. the floor. I, I mean, Ory was one of the first stretch fours. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. of course, he'd have loved Don Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, that, that dunk with boom on AK, like, like I said, we knew they were playing with house money. We knew they were not getting past the Jazz that postseason. And for him to just go body to body, lift his jersey up. Back, this is back before the jersey popping era. Like, like Barry <laughs> Davis might be a pioneer. Right. Yeah. You know, this is 2007. And, you know, he went body to body on AK. You know, yammed it with, like, the hook. And right. then just, you know, popped his. Yeah, that was an all-time moment for sure. All right, that was when the broadcast would, like, cut to the noise meter. And be like, whoa, they really, <laughs> <laughs> they really like that. Yeah. They're loud. It's <laughs> right, out of, it says out of control on this noise meter. A lot of good things will happen, not just with him scoring, but then also an open up. No. Oh, no. Hello. <laughs> oh, they hit 107. I don't know what that number means, but they hit 107 on that noise meter. <laughs> Sound level meter, it is labeled. Wait, so that wasn't the series where they. Shocked the world? <laughs> no, no. Okay. They beat the Mavs the round before that. Okay, got so it. Okay. In that yeah, okay. man. He got around Darren, and he was like, "Man, all right, hey, Andre, that's on you, bro. Can you handle this? <laughs> he's, he's getting away." He's like, was, "Was that a, was that a waist train on Baron Davis? Like, all right. I know I wasn't gonna seven. Like, like I wasn't when he lifted that anything, up, it does appear yeah. as though Baron Davis is wearing spanks before they were invented. <laughs> Let me see. Yep. He got, he got the one that was made by Body Glove. Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dunk. I mean, oof. Poor, poor Kirilenko. I don't know what. Let me just, let me just. There's a lot of good things will happen. Not just with him scoring, but then also with open up. Oh, Hello. He goes up. I mean, he's obviously got the length, but when the he goes when up, you're being beat with velo- velocity, upward velocity, and you're yeah. like, get out my way. He didn't stand a chance. Sorry, AK-47. For young fans, like, Baron Davis was, you know, 6'4 and built like a brick house, if I can swear, once on this episode. Um, <laughs> he he goes up. Karolinko is what, like 6'8, six, 6'9? Six, He's a big, tall dude. Great defender. And Davis, like, cocks it back and, like, turns his back to the basket and then like almost like winding up like it's a uh, Hideo Nomo and then okay. just like yams on him it's <laughs> it's an act of beauty an act of violence Baron Davis was so fun man oh yeah what a time 100%. to be alive when Baron Davis was like you know really doing it for the Warriors uh what's next on your on your countdown Dragonfly oh next next on the Dragonfly count oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh Kobe over Nash Mm. I love that. Yes. I love that one. 0506. Uh mm-hmm. this is this was again people who may or may not have heard based on how I speak on this show. I'm a lifelong Laker fan. Uh and this one is absolutely one of those dunks like you'll always remember. Uh just from like just kind of how the play came together. It's not like, you know, this was uh like in transition or a fast break or something. This is just kind of like Lamar hustling, broken setting, play. Yeah, setting Kobe up, and then the rest is history. Yeah. It's 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 perhaps the best Kobe play from Kobe's best season, in my opinion. And just for a little context, Nash and the Suns were basically the 
best team in the league that year, right? Or like they their record mm-hmm. was, you know, they were I think a lot of people's pick heading into the playoffs to win it all. I'm trying to think if there's a another example of a team that was the best team in the league uh heading into the playoffs and then can't put it together uh in the playoffs <laughs> and loses in the second mm. round but i can't i can't think of it nah. uh, all right but uh anyways phoenix suns at that time that that's what happened to them luke Walton. oh on the floor tossing kobe nash thinks he's it's a good idea to get near Kobe. <laughs> and the foul. Well, how serious was that? And the foul. Kobe will go to the line looking for the three-point play as Kobe on attack in attack mode. Kobe is generally always in. Let's see that replay. It is so hard for him not mm-hmm. to be. What an effort by Lamar Odom. Going after it, securing it, and while on the ground, finding Kobe and Kobe. Just and mm. just that hanging on the rim after, just to add mm-hmm. insult to injury. I think In that is Phoenix. my my favorite way to yeah. underline it is just to just be like, "Are you good down there? Can I come down now?" <laughs> just so you, okay, you're okay, okay. I will safely return to Earth. <laughs> and props to Lamar. You know, like the announcer said, he busted his butt on that play, dope for the loose ball, threaded the dime between two defenders. Like tremendous effort on his part. And um, what's another dunk that you've been enjoying? Can we think of another playoff postseason dunk? Yeah, it's 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 Jaw over Beasley. That's an all timer. Recency bias be damned. That is going down in the books. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have a hard time differentiating between recency bias and like whether the players are just like getting better (laughs) like this. (laughs) I don't know. This this play made me a believer that we might be seeing some of the best things we've ever seen in the history of the league. Fans have gotten antsy here in Memphis. They're down thirteen. No, no. A jawbreaker. And if there's anything that will get this crowd roaring at the Grizzlies' den, it is John Morant on the. What do you think it is about this? How? How far back he's got that, it caught? That, that, that choppy connection was actually a blessing here. Yeah. Seeing all these freeze frames was ridiculous. Oh, because you're just yeah, it was like yeah. watching it with a broken strobe <laughs> yeah. light on, and that right. was actually kind of cool. For you, is it because it's so beautiful visually, right? Like just just him dunking on Beasley, but also like his body shape, having the ball so far back. I'm I'm like I think it like tickles every part of your brain like that makes a dunk beautiful uh, that I have trouble actually quite putting my finger on it because it has every single dimension of a fantastic dunk. Uh, yes. All, all great dunks have a moment where the where, where the dunk seems impossible. Right. Where it's like, yeah. pause it right here. How did he take off from here? Or pause it right here. He was midair. The defender was right there. He dunked on that guy. Like, they all have a moment like that where, it's, where it seems improbable, but they pull it off. Right. Yeah. That That's... uh. Yeah, the Baron dunk, the choppy connection made me realize that he basically turns around to like Hideo Nomo on him. Uh, and this one, <laughs> it's he's so far back when he cocks it back. 
it's, he, it's ridiculous when you look at it frame like by at the frame. Circle. He's still at the circle when he cocks it all the way back. I, I yeah again I, I have trouble describing what I'm seeing like it, even like with the amount of speed he had going into it like I feel like he could have taken off from well behind the free throw line and still made it to the rim like he like Beasley got in his way and he was still like no sorry <laughs> I'm still gonna make it like it's just impossible but oh. it's a it's both a how did he do that and why did he do that why did he jump that <laughs> far back and think he could dunk it and then yeah he he ended up doing it. So, all right. Should we take one more break and then come back? We'll do a rapid fire, close things out. Yep, let's do it. We'll be right back. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. And we're back. And to close things out, I mean, I think we stumbled upon a nice little game last episode, Jack, with our rapid-fire questions because it allows mm-hmm. us to learn more about our guests. And also, we get to learn something like maybe where some of the best food is. But shall we get into our rapid-fire? So, Dragonfly, we're going to ask you some questions. Don't think. Just answer. And uh, away we go. Start the clock. Ooh, like the Joker. Let's get it. Away. We go. <laughs> Dragonfly, what's your favorite dunk of all time? Favorite dunk of all time? Um, Pippin over you. And that's the best dunk of the playoffs. Um, that's the best dunk of the playoffs. You know, my other three were my favorites, but that is objectively the best dunk yeah, of the playoffs. Yeah, where mm. their body turns into like a human plus sign. 
It was like everyone's <laughs> leg, like everyone's like yes. right angle leg. <laughs> I was just it, looking it's at so dis, it's so disrespectful. Like you know, he dunked on that man. He stood over him. Then he went and talked smack to Spike Lee. He told him to sit and bleep down. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a moment. Yeah. Bro. Uh, Dragonfly, <laughs> you are a aficionado of trash talk. Um, who is your goat trash talker of all time? Number one, goat trash talker of all time. Um, it might be MJ. Okay. Mm-hmm. It might be MJ. Um, you know, as as boring as that answer might be, like when I found out that dude would sing Anita Baker while giving dudes the work, I was like, right. okay, like what what could top that? <laughs> right. That dude is out there saying and dotting your eye with a step back, like, come on, man. Like I would go home. I would right. be so angry, I would leave if you did that to me. You can go back in time, and this is a hypothetical, by the way. I'm not telling you the truth here. Uh, <laughs> you can go back in time. You okay, can go back question. in time and witness any single game live. Uh, which game are you choosing? Game seven, 2016 finals. Mm. Uh, Hands down. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, and it would be fun to be yes. there in particular. Um, be there. I want to be. I'm, I want to be right next to Little Dicky right when. Braun almost dunked on on Draymond. Have y'all seen that picture? <laughs> no. <laughs> like little Dicky is in the background, appalled at what's about to happen. Oh no! Is little Dicky, a, a Warriors fan. L- all jokes aside, little Dicky is is he cannot believe that Braun was about to you know eviscerate that man like that. <laughs> what's kind of yeah. amazing about that picture is the perspective looks like little Dicky might also be holding the basketball. <laughs> because Braun is wow, holding in the front, yeah. and it almost looks like Lil Dicky's also got the ball cocked back, but he's really being like, no! Oh, uh, yeah. Dragonfly, who is your personal GOAT, greatest of all time? Oh, LeBron James. And I say this as someone who watched peak Jordan. You know what I mean? I am I am that old to where I knew what I was watching when I watched yeah. Jordan. I watched that finals. I said, there is no player I've ever seen in my life who could have done what LeBron James did here. Right. You know, he's the, you know, regardless of if you think he's the GOAT, we've never seen a player this good for this long. We've never seen a more complete player. Yeah. Like, if that's the, the, the worst praise you can give LeBron, then that's <laughs> right. fine. But that makes him my GOAT. For sure. All right. And then next, over the next five years, are there one or two people, like faces of the league, who you could see entering that conversation currently in the league? Yes. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm not beholden to, my goat being the goat forever. Like I said, right. Jordan was my goat until I feel like Braun surpassed him. Mm. It's going to be, you know, 10, 15 years down the line where someone will probably surpass Braun to me. And the one who's in pole position for that right now is Giannis. Like, we'll see what, you know, what, what the young man accomplishes, but the resume he has right now, 27. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you right. know what I mean? Back-to-back MVPs, defensive player of the year, finals MVP, one of the greatest finals of performances I've ever seen. I don't know if he will be the goat, but the sky's the limit for that young man, for real. I've never heard of him. I'll have to look him up. He sounds yeah, good. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Google him. Google him. It's the one you when you think that who, you said who's Johnny S. And I said yeah, That's Johnny. Gianni. All right, <laughs> it was Gianni S. Hey Gianni. Um, <laughs> hey Giannis. Oh, I love Giannis. Uh, Dragonfly, you could put together the ultimate one-on-one tournament where you can pluck people out of different eras in their primes, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, give me your ultimate matchup. How are you going to sell out that pay per view when you say I have X versus X one on one tune in tonight? X versus Sever. That's good. <laughs> That's a, that is a really good question. Um, I feel like KD 
is a lock for one of those spots. Oh right? yeah, wow. I, because I, I I feel like you you got to go perimeter wing wing player because fact is their games are just prettier. You know what I mean? It's prettier. I love bully ball back to the basket. You know, working in the post basketball, but. As far as aesthetic wise, you know, bringing in the viewers, perimeter wing players, that's what, you know, fans love. KD will for sure get a lot for me and maybe Kobe. Wow. I feel like Kobe versus KD would probably be a good matchup Ooh. aesthetically wise. But but KD's such a match, you know, mismatch that he's beating whoever I probably rolled out there. Mm. You know what I mean? Seven foot, get whatever jumper he wants. Right. But um, as, as far as, you know, just beauty of the game, you know, aesthetically pleasing, I'd probably go Kobe KD. So I want I want to give an answer here because if it's, <laughs> All right. if it's make it take it, like I think that's that's a great answer. If you know you score and then you go on to defense, I want to see Shaq versus Jordan because I feel like Jordan would find a way to win even though Shaq could back him down every <laughs> single time. Like I just I, I don't know. It would be interesting to see how he solves that problem. <laughs> That game would be ugly every single <laughs> yeah. Like Jordan will work Shaq. Shaq would work Jordan. There, there would be no. You need three, but it would be entertaining though. Three yeah. NBA refs on the court. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. All right, and finally, uh, two part question: greatest basketball movie of all time, and then best worst basketball movie of all time. Oh, I think the best worst basketball movie is probably Six Man. Six Man. Six <laughs> Man has literally With Kadeem Hardison. <laughs> Six Man has literally made me tear up before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I've got, I, I've got an older brother, you know, what I'm saying who I'm close with, and and seeing, you know, the whole, you know, Marlon losing his his older brother, that has brought me like has had the bottom lip quivering a few times. That's probably the best worst basketball movie. Um, I saw that twice in the theater. <laughs> twice yeah. in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> I was such a Wayans fan. Anything any Wayans was in, I was watching like. Just from in living color on, yeah. I was just like loyal to the Wayne's family. Like, I will give you my money yeah. when I can. <laughs> and that was like 98, 99. With 97. Yeah, it was 97 to yeah. six men. Yeah. Yeah. Best basketball movie. Um, Above the Rim will probably get my vote. You got Tupac. You got Wood Harris. Wood Harris is a legitimately great thespian. He mm -hmm. is one of our, he is one of America's greatest actors. He has been doing this for like four decades now. Yeah. Above the Rim probably gets my vote. The gameplay in Above the Rim is like pretty, pretty good, right? Like it's it's solid. Like when I was younger and watching movies, it really bothered me how bad Michael J. Fox was at basketball in Teen Wolf. Um, and so <laughs> I think I judged everything from that point forward based on like, well, that person actually looks like they know how to play basketball. Um, so, you know, getting Ray Allen in He Got Game. Blue chips. Oh, how did I forget he got game? I might have to change my vote to he got game. I might have. To. Okay. The movie succeeding despite Ray Allen giving us one of the worst performances in the history of cinema is a testament unto itself. Oh. But it's an unobtrusive bad performance. It's not. Yeah. He's not trying to do anything. He's just like, I'm. I'm a great looking human who looks amazing holding a basketball uh, and doing things with it. Yeah. And blue chips doesn't get in in any of these. I love blue chips. I'm in the background of Blue Chips. You when are? Rick Pitino's being uh, interviewed. You can see two blurs shooting hoops in the background. Uh, I am one of those blurs. I am um, the blur. Oh, No, sorry. Wow. That's He Got Game. My, my friend uh, is in the background of both Blue Chips and He Got Game. I am in the background of He Got Game when Rick Pitino's being interviewed. Wow. Uh, shooting around in the gym. 
Oh, um, right, right, right. When, okay, okay, I'm going to have to look out for that. Yeah, no, you can tell because I got kind of an ugly shot. And like you can see that one of the blurs <laughs> looks like they have a hitch in their shot. Unorthodox. Yeah, exactly. unorthodox. Exactly. I thought, I thought I got style points uh, when I was <laughs> developing my shot. Dragonfly, thanks so much for stopping by, Mad Boosties. Always, always uh, what a wonderful pleasure. to have guests like you yeah. are. Sure. It was a blast, fellas. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Do you have a cool little outro going on, too? Or I mean, no. cool in the sense that we ask our guests, where can people find more of you and hear from you and listen to you? For sure. You know, follow me on Twitter, Dragonfly Jones. Um, I'm on The Volume, the Jenkins and Jones show with my boys, Legetto Jenkins, Mike Garibasio. So I'm out here. I'm in these pod streets and these Twitter streets. Okay. Yeah, ask right. about me. Yeah. Get, in, hey, get into his Twitter. Get into his Twitter. But to answer your question, we, we have fun over there. We don't have anything that we do to end the show and it's actually kind of a problem it's yeah just we kind of like trail off a little bit yeah and then we're kind of like, like Bye. i don't know that was a good episode <laughs> that was i guess we'll so be that back was good right next week like, <laughs> with i will see another installment of miles, miles and, and jack, jack got got mad, mad boosties in perfect oh, synchronization man. i forgot what? to say finding forrester my favorite basketball <laughs> movie. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Take care. You're the man now, dog. <laughs> there he is. <laughs>Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.